Happy holidays, everyone. It's December 25th, 2020, Christmas morning here in Taiwan. Week one of the Plus League regular season is in the books. I'm Ryan Chen, and you're listening to Taiwanese Pro Ball, the third episode of Plus Basketball Weekly. The first part will be the standard PBW where I break down the action from the previous week. And in part two, I interview broadcaster Aaron Yang, Yang Zhenlei. We have a lot of ground to cover, so let's get to it. The Formosa Taishing Dreamers were the host of our league opening game and opening weekend at their home, Zhanghua County Stadium. There were several activity booths in the concourse, the club put up a giant LED video board on the north side of the arena, and the kicker was they programmed special lights to show the Dreamers hype video on the floor. Before I get any further, Taiwan had its first local transmission and is currently conducting tests on all persons through contact tracing. More and more cases from abroad are coming in and the 14-day quarantine and additional screening are working as intended. In the meantime, the Plus League and all four teams have committed to no food and drink sales and consumption inside the stadiums. We don't know how long the order from the CECC will last, but it's a good reminder. We can never be too confident. Please, please, please take precautions of mask wearing and limit your exposure time in public places. On Saturday, the Dreamers opened against the Taipei Fubang Braves, playing a competitive game that came down to the wire where Beast Lin Zijie made two threes to take the first lead in the game for the Braves that they held on to. On Sunday, they were tied in the third quarter but eventually fell to the new look Taugeren Pilots. At the end of it all, the Braves and the Pilots have one win apiece and the Dreamers are 2-0. In the opening game, the Dreamers had a 9-point lead with 5 minutes and 15 seconds in the 4th and didn't score a point after. By my count, they had 7 missed shots, 4 turnovers allowed, and allowed the Braves 5 offensive boards, while only committing 1 foul. All of these are indicators of a lack of stamina and intensity down the stretch. The Braves were led by Jet, Zhang Zongxian's 34 points and 5 steals. He kept his team in the game. To our surprise, he hit 6 of 11 threes, and even more surprising was how far back Anthony Tucker, his main defender, guarded him all game. He was ultra-efficient, hitting several mid-range shots in the last preseason game, perhaps a preview of his improved shooting range and accuracy. Jet enrolled at BYU Hawaii and started his professional career in the CBA. The man that got them over the top was the aforementioned beast, Lin Zijie, captain of the 2013 Golden Era national team Chinese Taipei and longtime star of the CBA's Zhejiang Lions, is now back in Taiwan for the adoring fans at home. Down by 4 in the last 2 minutes, Beast made a 3 with 1.53 left, dribbled an isolation possession off his leg for a turnover, then put the Braves up for good with a go-ahead 3 with 38 seconds left. He did not have a great game, but contributed and stepped up in the end like the star he is. Michael Singletary, the Texas Tech Red Raider, had a rough shooting game but got 14 rebounds including 6 offensive boards. Ukrainian center Ihor Zaitsev was playing his game for 15 points and 13 rebounds. Efficient shooting, 6 for 10 from the field. But he had 6 turnovers and committed 5 fouls, a few of those on offense. The league is looking into preventing the crotch shot that he took at Jaron Young in the third quarter from happening in the future. To take you back to that moment, Young was tugging Zaitsev from behind under the hoop. As a response, Zaitsev swung his fist down at Young between the legs. The referees did not see this and therefore did not call either of these fouls and Young took a swing at Zaitsev above the shoulder but did not connect. The referees did call this last move and went to the monitor. Ever since the inclusion of video replay reviews, only the violation that was called can be raised or lowered in severity on the basketball court. If you can go back and review the instigator, 
Then, coaches would ask the officials to roll the tape back indefinitely. So, the supposed foul that Zaitsev committed can only be assessed after the game by the league in terms of a fine, a suspension, or other penalties. But not as an additional foul to his record which would affect his season totals. Now, technical fouls and the like can be removed after the game upon review. We'll keep an eye out on how the league handles player fouls and missed calls going forward. The next day, while they might have lost the second game by 20 points, again, the Dreamers were playing a tied game against the Pilots at 54-54 with 6 minutes and 3 seconds left in the third. Word is, young Jonah Morrison is dealing with an injury, which means one less center to defend the length of the Braves and Pilots, and one less shooting threat. And the Dreamers needed both. A key figure to me is their combined 25 for 86 on threes, about 29% in two games. They want to be above 35%, which would be about 30 out of 86 on threes, or 15 more points. They scored less points with each passing quarter against the Braves, a credit to the Braves' defensive adjustments after being down as much as 14 in the first half. The star player for the Dreamers was Amigo, Yang Jiming. He scored the first points in league history, getting around Beast and scoring the right-handed layup and won. To commemorate the occasion, the league was ready and the referees dutifully swapped the ball out for commemorative purposes. Amigo's hot shooting included going 5 from 5 from deep in the first half, scoring 30 points in all. To cement the momentous occasion, the post-game press conferences concluded with him signing the ball with a golden marker. He's really embraced basketball efficiency. The 36-year young generally only takes layups and shoots threes. Jaron Young, his teammate, almost turned in 20 points and 10 rebounds both games. The springy forward from Cedar Hill, Texas only hit 38% of his shots, but that's understandable for the defensive attention he gets. And he's often bogged down underneath fighting for position with the bigs of other teams. His partner in crime, Anthony Tucker, had trouble getting on the board as well. He scored a combined 36 points on 33% shooting. Looking forward to Professor Tucker teaching in the future. On Sunday, the Dreamers looked fatigued. The ball and player movement was lacking as they only assisted on 8 of 31 baskets, while the Pilots assisted 25 of their 38 baskets. As a team, the Pilots also were shooting very well, more than 50% from 2 and almost 40% from 3. They could improve from the line only hitting 16 of 27 free throws for 59%. The Pilots were led by Davon Reed who played 40 minutes and recorded a triple-double. The New Jersey native didn't shoot well at all, but he showed tremendous instincts, jumping in the passing lanes and creating openings playing very under control. Kadeem Jack also scored 22, including quite a few and ones around the hoop. The former Rutgers Scarlet Knights also grabbed 14 rebounds to lead the team in both categories. Quincy Davis also stuffed the stat sheets. In 28 minutes of play, he scored 11 points, also got 14 boards, had 6 assists, and blocked a team-high 4 shots. We'll keep an eye out for his fourth quarter in every game. One, he's listed as a domestic player of Taiwan and will be allowed to play in the fourth quarter along with a foreign player. Two, he's two years out of the last time he played competitive basketball. And three, he's the second oldest player in the league and coming off hip problems. So his fitness and health will be something to look out for. It seems that he's eager to play and win. The pilots got a lift from guard Peng Junyin. Angry Birds 4 for 7 3 point shooting for 13 points, and team leading score from the preseason, Si Jingyao's 17 points, making many layups behind the unsuspecting Dreamers defense.
There's a lot on your resume. Aaron, how about you introduce yourself and what's important to the audience? Yes, my name is Yang Zhenlei, and you can call me Aaron. I've been doing sports commentating for 15 years. As for basketball, I have commentated every different levels of Taiwanese basketball, including the most popular high school basketball we call HBL and University Basketball League, UBA, and Mature Basketball Association named SBL, and of course, the whole new Professional League Plus League. Could you maybe give us a quick introduction into how you became a sports broadcaster? Okay, uh, it, it's kind of interesting because I was studying computer in college. Uh, after graduation, my first job is engineering, working in a USB company and try to write some program to debug. But worked only for a couple months. I realized that is not my passion. So at the same time, there is a cable channel called Video Land. They are recruiting, so I just give it a shot, and I was lucky enough to get a position in sports industry. So I start my、uh, sports broadcasting career since 2005 till now. That's really cool. Let's get started with the、uh, conversation on the Plus League. Aaron, I'd like to ask you first. Besides the play on the court, what is your impression of the league so far? As a spectacle, before, during, and after the games, and everything that goes into putting on a professional level of basketball here in Taiwan.、Mm, it's been already、uh, almost twenty years that we don't have a professional basketball league in Taiwan. So,、um, from my point of view, I think the most powerful influence of the Plus League is how they get people involved. We have so many talent players in. In Taiwan, but、uh, for such a long time, like I said, 20 years,、uh, we didn't create the best stage for these great athletes. In Plus League, you can see that、um, every organization put a lot of resource to establish a better environment for players, better games for fans to watch.、Uh, they want to provide a real entertainment for basketball fans. I think that is the most impressive thing I have seen in this league so far. Now, one more question before the actual basketball, but maybe it's kind of related. How much of a game changer will the home arenas be for the competition and the economics of the sport? Let me remind the audience that home fields and home courts is really only a 21st century experience for sports fans here in Taiwan. Uh, I have broadcast many NBA games and、uh, have many experience of reporting NBA games in states. So, from what I have seen, home court advantage is symbol of the gathering of the whole city.、Uh, people living in that city will be truly supporting the team due to their backgrounds. Fans can really feel the connection to the teams. Which is、uh, new thinking of、uh, that our fans in Taiwan don't have. So we have to educate people professionally and gradually. Take our professional basketball league CPBL as an example. It takes like three or five years for fans to get used to it, and then once the loyalty has been cultivated,、uh, the fans will be willing to spend. More money and more time on watching games, buying products, or even、uh, participating events, that will help the 
economics in sports industry for sure, I believe. All right, now here we go. Our opening mm -hmm. weekend was this past weekend. The Dreamers yes. were the host and they played two games. They were very close on Saturday, but were handled easily on Sunday by the Taipei Fubang Braves and the Taoyuan Pilots in that order. Are there real fears about their competitiveness going through the rest of the season? Yeah, um, for me, actually, I don't worry that much about them because this is just the first week. Uh, so the players have so many things to adjust for the rest of the season. The organizations will should pay more attention on how to upgrade their rosters for sure. Um, but at the same time, we should uh, really listen what our fans are thinking or wanting. After all, Plusly, the P is for people. So that is what Plusly want to do for our people. All right, now on to their first opponent, the Braves. Jet, mm -hmm. Zhang Longxian was outstanding shooting-wise. How much of a challenge will it be to match up with him now that he's playing point guard for the Braves and not a two or three position like in the past? I think Jack Zhang Longxian is kind of an interesting case uh, in Taiwan basketball because he's away from the court almost for almost a year. Uh, I think Jet really wanted to prove something by playing great on the opening day, especially uh, he was facing his ex-team and ex-teammates. And it turned out he did a very good job. The Fubang Braves already have many great forwards like Lin Zijie and uh, Cai Wenchen and Zhang Bowei. And now they added Jet Zhang Zhongxian on their roster. So uh, it's fair to say, yes, it's quite a challenge for the other three teams to match up. All right, now we just got to see his regular season debut as a mm -hmm. domestic player. How is it getting used to calling Quincy Davis or Q a Buntu <laughs> basketball player? It is interesting. To be honest, I don't think Taoyuan uh, pilots would have a great record this season in the first place before the regular season starts. But after the first game they played, now I think not only myself, there are a lot of people would think the pilots, if they make it all the way to the finals, we won't be too surprised because uh, Quincy Davis is a very important player in this league. He's got the citizenship, so he is the domestic player. Even though his age or uh, physicality, and he's not in the prime time of his basketball career, but I think he can make a great impact in a game. And I think he will help uh, Taoyuan pilots to make it to the final. We won't be too surprised. Now, I also want to ask about his teammates, Davon Reed and Kadeem Jack. They didn't look quite 100% yet, but they still turned in great performances. What stood out about their basketball game? Uh, are you sure they are now 100%? <laughs> I think Devon Reed, uh, he had a triple-double in the first game in Taiwan. So I think these two players had a outstanding night in their first game in Taiwan. And of, co of course, uh, Kadeem Jack, uh, he's got double-double. So just follow the uh, last question. Quincy Davis can be on court with these two players at the same time. I think just like Taipei Fubang Braves, maybe the finals will see these two teams to play for the championship. The main thing is Devon Reed indeed turned in an excellent performance. His shooting wasn't mm -hmm. quite up to snuff as he would, might want it to be, but I'm sure it'll improve, displaying really mm -hmm. good yeah. instincts. 
we'll get to see that as the rest of the 24 game season plays out. Now, yeah, let's course. talk about the last team that we haven't seen yet. What have you gathered about the Lioneers foreign players? Lioneer foreign players, because they are about to show their basketball skill and show what they can do this weekend. So uh, before the game, I don't know uh, how they can change the game, but I am so looking forward to seeing uh, these players play for Lioneers because uh, the Lioneers roster, their their roster is young. They have Gao Guohao, they have Tian Hao at backcourt. I think it's very exciting for people to um, see the games. If you want to see how Lioneers can play in different levels, you should go to the stadium and check the place. Speaking of the stadium, the Lioneers are actually run by a very proficient sports marketing, sports uh, mediating agency. And so mm-hmm. is it possible that the Lioneers, just as an expansion franchise, might be the most popular one in Taiwan? So far, I think they are. Yeah, I think they are because you can see the Facebook or the Instagram, the social media that we are using, they put a lot of effort and resource and players also spend a lot of time try to uh, like I said if you can set the connection between the people in Xinzhou with the players and with this franchise they will uh, have more support from the fans so uh, I think so far they are doing a very good job there are so many people some of my friends living in Xinzhou say oh I, I want to go to see Lioneers play a plane Yes, I think they are making a great impact in Taiwanese basketball industry. All right, last question for me. There are a lot of Taiwan's basketball golden era veterans from the 2010 still playing. Who are the mm-hmm. most notable that you think the fans should know about? Golden era veterans. I think the the first one uh, people will, will think of is Lin Zijie. And... Um, I just had an interview with Zijie uh, this Tuesday and we talked a lot about how to maintain the performance on the court. But I think the most important thing for these players to do is for the next maybe two or three seasons, Plus Leeds will be facing a crucial moment because I think Lin Zijie may be like Zheng Wenti, uh, maybe like Yang Jingmin. Uh, play for Dreamers, they only left these two or three seasons. So, for not only media, for the fans, for the uh, organization, we are looking forward to see more players can uh, get a stick from these players. And um, at the same time, I think we have to show more support uh, to our young players like Gao Guohao or like or like they are actually our important basketball players in the future maybe within only five years or the next 10 years but uh, I think um, it, it's kind of a crucial moment for Taiwanese basketball because we have to try our best have more uh, good players like Lin Zijie like Yang Jimin to support this league or support Taiwanese basketball. That's awesome. When and how can we take a look at that interview you've done with Zijie? 
uh, I think will be the first of January 2021 because their first home games will be on second of January and third. So I think that Friday, the, the Friday of that weekend, we will see the interview on the internet. All right. Well, we'll look forward okay. to it. Thanks for coming、yes. on, Aaron. That was a great conversation. And yes, this is a critical moment not only for the league to build up the business, but also for the generations of the players to、yes. um, find their、yeah. own place, whether they're in the later stages, the middle stages, or just beginning of their basketball career. Aaron, fascinating、yeah. conversation. Well, hopefully, we'll、Thank、catch、you. up in the future and、uh, talk some、of、more、course. basketball. Thank you, Ryan. And、uh, the last thing I want to say is that we need more support from the fans. So,、uh, if you are listening and you, if you have free time, you want to check out the Taiwanese basketball, please go to C Plus League games. Not only regular season or playoffs or even finals. We love to see you on the court. And thanks for having me on. I'm Aaron Young. See you next time. Tomorrow, December 26th, is the debut of the Shinzu Jeko Lioners, the fourth and final team to play this year. They tip off at 5 p.m. against the Pilots on Saturday, and Sunday again at 5 p.m. against the Braves. We expect to see lefty shooting guard Ladante Henton and NBA veteran forward Julian Wright for the first time. As a reminder, all future Plus League games will be played with heightened pandemic preventive measures. That's it for this special combo episode of Plus Basketball Weekly on Taiwanese Pro Ball. Thanks to Aaron Young for coming on and giving us the scoop. I'm Ryan Chen, and thanks for listening. Enjoy the game, and see ya!